Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Going Greyhounds as we chat all things greyhound racing for the next 30 minutes. The main feature here in New South Wales this week is the Group 2 Gosford Cup, which will be run on one tonight. So to kick things off, we're going to listen to the heat win of race favourite, She's a Pearl. Racing. She's a Pearl began well out wide going forward. Mayfair Rain Reflection showed good speed and Coco Bottle going forward. There's Zipping Maserati threading the needle over on the inside. They were then followed by getting back in the field. Harper's Poi and last was Santa Fe Trail. Down the back she found the lead. She's a Pearl. She got away by five. Zipping Maserati to second. Then Reflections. Coco Bottle. They've broken away from the rest. Down to the bend. She's a Pearl in front by five. Zipping Maserati trying to peg back the margin but she's back. She's a Pearl wins easily from Reflections. Coca model and zipping Maserati. They were then followed in by Harper's boy. Well, last Santa Tuesday, and we're now joined by Joe Lenotti, who who runs the Punners HQ Syndicate, who of course own Pearl. Joe, good morning to you. Morning, Cat. Happy New Year. Yeah, same to you. It was uh, great to see a return to New South Wales and win like that after what was a gallant third in the Phoenix in December. First of all, uh, just touch on the Phoenix. You must have been very proud of it down there in Melbourne. Yeah, we sure were. We had a stack of owners go down, and it's not easy to go to Melbourne and, and beat them on their home turf, but she uh, she tried her guts out. It was a really windy uh, windy night, and she found the front, and, and wow, she got straight to second, and Emron Blue was quite unlucky, so I thought three stars of our sport sort of went toe-to-toe there, and it was a cracking race, and we were so proud of her uh, in Melbourne, and then to come back here, quick trial at Gosford, and then to do what she did last week after not nailing the start, um, it's just good to be home. Yeah, and as you touched on at Gosford there last week, it was a really tough win. She didn't get it all her own way and sort of didn't do it the, the traditional Pearl way. Just touch on the win for us. Yeah, well, we expected her to come out a lot better, Kat. She, she sort of went up with the lids and, um, and then there was a stack of pace underneath her. So she had to work really hard, but she showed um, absolutely no fear at all at the, at the first turn there. She was about four deep, but she just dropped straight across and... Uh, other greyhounds may have eased out of it at that stage, but she just run through a brick wall. And, and once she got across them and found the front, I thought she really opened up up the back and, and put a little space in them. Uh, and it was a real gutsy win, but now she's come up with the plum draw in the final. Um, we can't wait for tonight. Yeah, and Tab have got her seventy off box one, and uh, Andy's called it her race to lose. Is that how you're seeing it as well? Yeah, I agree with you completely. They, they went up to 20, Kat. Uh, final field after the box draw, we thought that was a, a crazy price and she's probably coming in closer to what we think she should be. She's perfectly drawn in one, especially with the, the really speedy girl reflections in two who wants to use a little bit of the track and she, on the speed map it looks like she may run a little bit of cover for Pearl. If she does what Andy said, it, it is her race to lose because if she steps level, I think she's got enough pace to burn up the inside and Reflections might make it a little bit difficult for the likes of Zipping Novak and Co to get straight there. If that's the case, then we get our chance. You go into the race having our two other really strong finalists in the Cup, though. Good on Zemma. She's looking to bring up another major on the provincial calendar. She, of course, won the Megastar last month. Uh, talk us through her heat win there last week and how you expect her to perform tonight. Isn't she a beauty? Uh, she, yeah, she was great up, up, coming off the back of the middle distance race at Dapto, running second to Corbor Magic and then winning the Megastar, then making the Group 3 Christmas gift. And now she's in a Group 2 Gosford Gold Cup. It's been a whirlwind start for our crew with good odds, Emma. But I thought she was great last week. She jumped really well. Fat Boy's Dream poured it on her uh, late in the race and she uh, she held her late. I thought even she may have even run away a little bit. She's very strong, as we know. 
she's just a race bitch catch. She just turns up on race night and just aims up. And that's a tricky draw for her out in box six here in this kind of race. But you just never know. If she can get the start right, hopefully she can just put herself in the race and she's a little each-way chance. They always say good dogs do find a way to, to do the impossible, don't they? My word, yeah. Isn't she? She's 46 starts. She's won thousand dollars and she's a Group 1 winner. She's beautifully bred. Um, she's next to her ex-kennel mate there, me. She's fast for Frank Hurst, but uh, hopefully we can um, we can get a little bit more money for the, her great group of owners, good odds, Emma. He's the first-time owners in her, and they've tasted success at the highest level already. And last but not least, you've got Punners Bandit off box three, and what a win that was in her qualifier. Uh, she's only a baby, but she looks like she's still on the up as well. Oh, she's one of my favourites, Cat, I love her. She got home in 12.39. Put that in perspective, Zipping Novak got home in 45. Uh, she was massive running down me as she's fast and French Martini. She's a beauty. She, We know she can run 600 yards. Uh, she's drawn, I think, really well because she won't be able to go with She's a Pearl or Reflections early. But she can miss them and sort of flop the fence. I know she probably wants to be centre of the track around the first turn, but... She, she's a really, really good place chance. I was just telling the owners that on an audio. And if the girls up front do something wrong, she's going to be charging late punters bandit. Can't wait for, uh, for to see what she can do here late. And then she'll go into the futurity and then hopefully we can step her up in trip. Uh, she's a beauty. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. You never, I guess you never want to get too far ahead of yourself in greyhound racing. Things can change pretty quickly, but... She does look a big chance in the Futurity later this month and you'd think that she'd go into it as one of the more seasoned campaigners. Yeah, definitely with her, 20, it'll be 24 starts going into it. Uh, she would have won 50-odd thousand, well, hopefully 90,000 <laughs> come tonight. But she's, uh, she loves Wentworth Park as well and she'd be one of the oldest bitches in the series. The likes of me as she's fast and baby JC and plenty of others, it'll be quite difficult. But I think she's a Wentworth Park bitch and uh, that's been a race we've targeted a long way out, so... Yeah, can't wait for that, which will be, what, Friday week, so only about 10 days away. And on Saturday, Punners HQ goes bush. Uh, you're represented by Kenya Wilder in the $10,000 to the Winner Warhope Cup final. Uh, of course, it's non-tab, so he wouldn't have seen the heat, but he was the fastest heat winner. What was the report from Johnny Thomas, his trainer? Yeah, Johnny was, uh, he was confident going in. He drew box one. He was a tick outside the track record. He called me afterwards, and that was, what was that, New Year's Eve, so our last runner of the year. And he said he's come up with box seven in the final. He likes the draw. He thinks he's going to be one of the greyhounds to beat in the $10,000 to the winner final of Warhope. So, uh, yeah, can't wait. Actually, we're really happy he didn't get a start tonight, Cat, because he was the first reserve in the constellation. And Johnny didn't want to go around there to back up at, uh, at Warhope on Saturday. So, that camp's very, very confident. That consolation tonight at Gosford, that's almost as good as the cup final. I think if they had the consolation as the cup, Gosford would have been really happy with that field as well. Yeah, my word. That's why I think why Johnny wanted to avoid it at all costs. Uh, he didn't want to go 500 and then back to the 450 at Warhope. But the likes of uh, who's in at Gatlin and uh, and French Martini and co, it's a really hot race. So, yeah, happy we're going around for 40k in the other one. There's actually a runner tonight, Cat. I was just doing the form in race seven. There's a bitch called Midnight Affair in the 700. This will be one of the best training performances I've ever seen. First up for 19 months, Midnight Affair. So, And I've seen there's money for her already. So we'll be cheering for her. What a great effort that would be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, big week for you guys coming up. Are there any other runners we should be keeping an eye on? Uh, Wentworth Park hasn't come out yet for Saturday. I think we'll have a few nominated there. But it's all about uh, Friday week and Saturday week. So we'll go. We'll have the Derby at Wenny. 
and then the security of winning on the same night, those things, and then we'll roll into the pause of Thunder and the Gold Cup on the Saturday night. Uh, the likes of Pearl and Emma and Silver Luck will, will go around there. So uh, it's all about Wentworth Park in the next couple of weeks and um, see how we go tonight. We're just so so thrilled to be part of a big race like this at Gosford. Um, we haven't raced there since then that Ned won the gold mine. So owners are all going to be there tonight and just hope for a bit of luck, but can't wait. Brilliant. It should be a big night. Got three live chances in tonight's Gosford Cup. So best of luck and thanks for joining us on Going Greyhounds. No worries, Kate. You have a great day. Yeah, you too. That was Joe Linaldi from Punners HQ. A quick break, and then we're talking all things Queensland racing. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing, your hero mile about fourth away. Samson's the mile of Barmy Night showing speed with Smart Houdini. Pushing into the clear then was your hero Bale. Oh, it struck trouble, it's down. So at the first turn was Donnie Dutton, two of the favourites down. Running into the back and Barmy Knights takes the lead from Smart Houdini. Six lengths away, embrace followed by Caramel Queen. Then came Hara's Hope of the rest, headed by Samson's Talala. The other two up and chasing. Coming to the bend, Barmy Knights in front. To the outside, Smart Houdini. But Barmy Knights in front, Barbie Knights, two legs, Smart Houdini. Third, Hara's Opal, the other one to qualify in Brace, followed by Caramel Queen. Then Samson's. That was the New South Wales trained in Brace qualifying for the Group 2 Bogey Lee Futurity at Albion Park this Thursday by running fourth in her heat. She's trained by Craig Chapelau, who joins us now. Good morning to you, Craig. Morning, Kat. All the best for the new year. Yeah, same to you. Uh, it kicked things off in great style, making another uh, group race final with this girl. What did you make of that run in the heat? It was a bit of a messy race. It must have just been a relief to see her get around safe and qualify. Yeah, that's true. She only had to run in the first four, and uh, it didn't leave me with a great deal of confidence, to be honest. Uh, she's only just scraped in with a couple of fallers. She managed to get herself up into into fourth. But, uh, yeah, it hasn't been the ideal uh, preparation, but um, it is what it is, and... We'll go in box five again. Um, she's had plenty of looks at Albion Park now, which uh, she did take about four goes to finally click at Wentworth Park. So we've done the kilometres this year, driving up and back a few times there. So, uh, yeah, fingers crossed for a bit of a change in form at Albion Park. But, uh, yeah, overall not overly confident. But anyway, you've got to be in it to win it. So. I, uh, I wouldn't say it's a vintage edition of the Futurity and um, it's probably one of the more open races on the card there at Albion Park on Thursday. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, she's like Embrace's raced a couple of uh, probably harder races uh, over the year, last year, but uh, in saying that, there's some good local dogs in the race and then there's the Victorian uh, Kelsey Bale out wide, so um, it's no easy race, put it that way. So the best dog will uh, they'll have to do their best on the night to win the race. For those who look up her form, you'd be a little bit perplexed, I guess, if you look at her and see she's only won five races from 30-odd starts, but she's a Group 1 winner herself. And although the winning stroke rate isn't overly imposing, it is important to note that she's never had an easy task. You've always rated her and had a crack at these big races, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, you could look at it two ways, I suppose, and um, maybe take a few easier options throughout last year. But uh, I basically knew from the start that she had a lot of ability. And so we started her off up at Newcastle in a maiden and actually run second to French Martini. And that sort of set her on a course for racing those standard of dogs pretty much throughout the whole of 2022. Um, and, yeah, culminating with a Group 1 win in the Peter Mossman. But, uh, yeah, she's always done done well it's, when you get those type of girls you, you 
probably got to have a go at the better races. So uh, her strike rate isn't great, but I'm still wrapped to what she's been able to achieve throughout the year, and uh, hopefully she can kick off 2023 with a with another group win. Box five in the final. You said you're not overly confident. What chance do you give her though, and what does she need to do to win it? Uh, I think it all comes down to how she begins. She uh, boxes are a little bit different at Albion Park, and uh, in, they've got these cleats in the box. And I don't know whether that's put her off a little bit, but we've tried to uh, overcome that. She's had plenty of looks around there now, but basically, box five. She needs to to begin well to get herself in the race and. Uh, Hopefully we've got a right for the night that she can uh, do well. But, yeah, as I say, I don't think there's a perfect box for her. She's had inside, outside. Uh, it's basically if she can jump, uh, that's her only chance there on Thursday night. Talk us through having a dog like her, um, the highlight of winning that Group 1 last year. You, I know you've you've got a young family. What what does that do for a, a fellow like yourself who's really setting himself up in the industry still? Yeah, well, Group 1 always been my aim ever since I uh, can remember back to watching my uncle train dogs and mum and dad. So uh, it's the pinnacle of training. He's a Group 1 winner. So uh, to get one, a bit of a surprise came along there last year. But, um, yeah, it sort of it gives you the satisfaction to know that you're, you're on the right track and doing what you love doing. So, uh, yeah, very blessed to get a, a bitch as good as Embrace. And... Um, yeah, hopefully there's a, a good year ahead for her. But um, yeah, with the with the kids and everything too, it's a, it's a family effort. So um, they're involved a bit more each time. We were at Maitland last night and they were wanting to help out up there as well. So uh, yeah, winning the Group 1 just gives you that bit added confidence that you, you're doing the right thing. Yeah, I was going to touch on that nice winner you had at Maitland last night. A dog called I'm Loving It. He's out a super producer, My Lady Day, and looks to have a nice future for you as well. Yeah, he's really, uh, really come of age the last few runs. Uh, a couple of good wins at Richmond. And then uh, he went back to Bulleye and uh, he won a final, fifth grade final down there in good time. And then uh, took him up to Maitland just to step him up a bit to the 450. And he acquitted himself very well uh, last night. He just got a little bit tired, which we thought he may do in the last 20 or 30 metres. But uh, he did enough to win the race. So, uh, yeah, going forward, I think he's got a good future. Uh, probably still look at the the one turns for him uh, in the next few months and and just see how he progresses from there. Yeah, beautiful. Well, you look like you've got a couple of nice ones in the kennel at the moment, which is always uh, makes it a little bit easier to get out of bed in the morning, doesn't it? Yeah, that's true. So, uh, yeah, fingers crossed we can have a bit of luck on Thursday night. Uh, We come close back in 05 with good old Frosty Fruits. She got beat ahead up in Queensland and We've been trying to win the Futurity for a while, but whether it'll be this year or not, we're not sure. But if not, we'll uh, hopefully have something in the future to go back again anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it could be a big week for the family, maybe another big race win. So best of luck and bring it home for New South Wales. Yeah, let's hope so, Kat. Thanks very much for the talk. No worries. That was Craig Chapelau, who has embraced in the Bogey Lee Futurity on Thursday. Uh, another short break, and we'll be back to chat the Queensland Derby. 
on Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing simply limelight, missed it a touch. Well away, Sandstorm Rico Cluster driving through Shanghai Gold Emerald Dragon down the outside. Sticking to the inside was simply limelight, gets a run through to about third. Into the back and racing away, Shanghai Gold leads by three lengths, simply limelight to second. Four away, Sandstorm Rico, followed by Smoking Sam. Emerald Dragon lot in spot, then Cluster and Titanium Gun coming to the corner. Simply limelight went through, took the lead and dashed away. Sandstorm Rico runs on, but it's simply Limelight impressive. Wins by four legs. Second home, Sandstorm Rico. Out of the pack, Smoke and Sam may have run third. Followed then by Shanghai That was New Gold. South Wales star Simply Limelight winning his heat of the Queensland Derby last Thursday. He goes into the final and has drawn box five this week. He's currently a $12 chance with Tab. The favourite for the race is Haras Herbie, uh, the Ipswich Cup winner who has box one and is $3.30. Uh, it's going to be a really good race. There's a couple of other standouts in the race. WA Star Electrified has drawn box four and is $5. And Local Star Deferrin uh, is $5.50 off box seven. Uh, for those in New South Wales who want to support the Blues up there, we've also got uh, Zipping Kyrgios and Zipping Alabama in the Golden Sands on Thursday night. They are $3.10 and $7.50 from boxes seven and eight. And as we just touched on uh Craig Chapelau, the family have embraced in the Group 2 Bogey Lee Futurity. She's got box five and is a $21 chance with Tab. That's going to wrap us up for Going Greyhounds for this Tuesday. Another short break and then it's back to Dave Stanley.